Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. All right, my talkers, it's a gloomy Tuesday. Lori's in studio, but we've got a nice, nice start to the day. That's right. She takes one day off and she gets wow. to welcome back. Wow. <laughs> Julia is back to hang wow. out and make this day a little more fun. Right, guys? I am back. It's amazing what one day does for your attitude. It was and great. it's amazing to have the big project in the behind the, in the rear wheel and so much fun. Like any great experience when something yes. exciting and, you know, there was a lot of work is over. Then it is like now it can take on the fun. Because <laughs> no our kidding. movie was so fun. Yes, and people can stream it if you didn't get a chance to see it. I mean, a lot of people are streaming it and you can see all the four movies. Oh, my mom, let me know. She spent $10 and the link won't work. So she, well, for her. We've yeah, been having most, a couple. There have been a, a other, yeah. So yeah. I don't know what but you do But we're working on that. that. Yeah. That you can reach out to to me if you okay. bought one and it's during this show and okay. I will pass it on to the right people. People are working it. Yeah, we're all most of these are all working, working. great. There's just some that have been wonky and we will get you a new one, no problem. Okay, just good. reach out to the show and then we will pass it on to the right people yeah. if you need and it. And our movies last because the, the movies are played in the order. Yes. In the order in which the, the show airs yep. here yes. on a daily basis. Yeah, so it was super fun. Um, I was so delighted to see everybody's movies and to think of everyone just put that together in four days. Because everything had to be done Thursday night. And I loved, loved you on Friday night, Lorraine. Oh, thank you so much. I loved you. <laughs> thank you. I really in my method just you, being delusional. Uh, you excel in that area. And mm-hmm. it was delightful. And our limo ride with um, Joy and... Paula. Paula. Paula and um, Perry. 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 Paula and Perry. The peas. That was so fun. It was hysterical. Chugging the champagne. We couldn't get it down quick enough. Yeah, we couldn't even fin. Like a. We the champagne ride was a half a black. Yeah, I know. Like we (laughs) had like one good slug. But it was just, it was, it was really a fun, fun night. Yeah. So it was. It thanks really to was. Everybody. But I'm and our so director was to, amazing. Yeah. Vanessa was very good. I'm so glad it's over. I mean, last week we were just, Stressed. we had a lot to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent Being, a lot of time putting away all my costumes. Same, Julia. I, it was, it was, it was a <laughs> lot to be the above the line, the talent. Yes. And then also below the line, yeah. wardrobe. And prop. And it, it took me two days to put mm-hmm. away all my costume clothes. But you know what I did? What? I started a new costume clothes 
area. Then, nice. Because we I have stuff all over the place. And so I was like, okay, now I'm getting organized. Now my whip, my Elvis glasses, my crown, my wigs, my leather vests, my corsets, my tights, my gloves, my <laughs> are all in one place instead my, of being all over the place. So I, I had a like bunch that. of different bags going, but I did the same. They need to go together. Go we together. have a lot. We have a lot of costume Costumes. clothes. It kind of surprised me, but we kept pulling out things. Yeah. But that was super fun. So thanks, But that helped us get into character for being joyously delusional. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. I got to give a shout out to uh, Roycey. He's going to be, Roycey and Chip Scoggins are going to be at Tavern 23 today from 4 to 6, signing their books and telling stories. You know, Roycey's got a book out with Chip. Oh, and it's Patrick. called Tales from the Minnesota Sports Beat, A Lifetime on Deadline. And, of course, he is a legendary fixture in Minnesota sports. Uh, oh, yeah. Like his uh, late colleague, uh, Sid Hartman. He's oh, yeah. just known by one name. Yeah, Ricey. 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 And, and uh, we didn't see, did he come by yesterday? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, yeah, 50, he said, girls, would you give me a shout out? And I mean, he's been on the beat for 50 years. Oh, we have That's to... how young he was when he started. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So anyway, books are available, but Roycey's on the cover of the book and we're going to get him booked yep. on. And... He's a great storyteller. Oh man, is he ever. And I, on, even if you don't like the sports, there's <laughs> always a human aspect and it's relatable and he's so talented. Oh, and he had a nice big, um, you know, abrasion on his uh, naturally big tan forehead that yeah. he's got. What did he walk into? Uh, he, he got the biggest garbage uh, bin that the city of St. Paul offered, like a 90-pounder or whatever. Right? So it's tall, and it's got a high lid, and he's and not flat. as tall as the thing, and the lid came down Ouch. and clipped him on the head. And he's like, yeah, that's maybe why you don't get that. 90. That big the one. The big bin. one. The, the, big, big, bin. the big bin that's bigger than you. Yeah, you could fit in it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Someone could. One. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, oh, yeah, so uh, Tavern 23, I guess it's on uh, France Avenue. It's Lou N- Nanny's joint. Oh, that yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, we've been, we've, that's been a couple things. We've, yes. we've had client meetings yes, there, have. and it's they just lovely. have good, uh, you know, food there. Yes. It, they tried to be a, like a Manny's Steakhouse, but that didn't go over well. France Avenue needs more, you know, Sports bar, lots of different options for yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. You, apps, you, salads, yep. burgers. Yes. They're rebuilding wings. that area. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. All of Edina is like... When I first moved to Edina, the big thing in Edina was... No I, liquor. No. Well, I don't remember that, I but... Do. One or two liquor stores, but they're all mm, municipals. Yeah. yeah. Um, my boyfriend's mom, I moved in the basement. It was before my friend and I had our apartment over by... Um, you know, I lived on Sunset Boulevard right off of Highway 7 by, what's that, Cedar Lake Cedar over Lake. there? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I needed a place to live, so I moved to my boyfriend's parents' basement. And his mom was quite enamored of me. But I remember when she took me to Southdale and we went by the, what's that big condo right at? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, France building or... Towers of France something, something like that. And she goes, Perry Ross. Ross Perry. Ross, Ross Perot. Ross, no, not Ross Perot. He's the guy he threw out the silver. Wooden nickels. No, he threw out silver, silver dollars. dollars at parades, and you'd write 
dear Mr. Ross, yes, dear Percy Ross. Percy. And you could ask him for money for light bills or this is wow. like back in the, yes. the original Robin Hood. In the eighties, yeah. And she goes, He lives at the in the penthouse of that. Yeah. Like, wow, a penthouse? Is that his name? Yes, it was he, Percy Ross. And he had Percy a column. I'm a, a multi, an American multimillionaire. And uh, dear he, Mr. Ross, I need a freezer. I've got a family of five, and we have to buy yeah. a half a cow because that's how wow. meat is inf- affordable. And it would be printed in the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press. Yep. And he would write encloses a check for five hundred dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. He would. He really was. But that was yes, my my memory. And philanthropist. My memory of moving to Edina was um, Mrs. <laughs> Duff telling me that that's where Percy lives. Yeah, top floor. And I was just like, wow, a top floor. Well, we appreciate that about someone who likes to give their money away rather than hold on to it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I love it. I yeah, love it. I'd never, you know. I mean, I. Well, this is the first I've heard of it. What a. Oh yeah, no, it was a big thing. He purchased. Just a company called Polytech. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, just people of a certain age yep, because I, I think remember. the columns were done like maybe by the night. But he was a he died in nineteen in two thousand and one. But yeah, yeah, he totally did. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, wow. that's there's a down memory lane. Right, yeah. all from Edina. Okay, yeah. listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. You guys, we got the news this morning that Loretta Lynn, that trailblazing. First lady at country music who could work a country queen ball gown like nobody else passed away in her sleep last night at her family's ranch in Tennessee. She was 90 years old. And as that song was just saying, she was born in Butcher Holler. I mean, Loretta, I'm such a huge Loretta Lynn fan. I know you are. I just love, love, loved her. I loved her story. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Coal Miner's Daughter. I've seen it once. Oh, I can't remember anything about it. Well, she was married at 13 to Do, who's played by Tommy Lee Jones in the movie. Sissy Spacek is played, uh, plays Loretta Lynn. And she had four children by the time she was 18. And she's the second um, oldest of eight children. And, of course, her sister is Crystal Gale. I never knew her sister was Crystal Gale. Yes, that's her sister, Crystal oh Gale. Oh, my gosh. And, I never knew that. And Loretta and Du had six children together, and she called her marriage one of the hardest love stories ever, even though Du was an alcoholic and regularly cheated on her. She said he was the only man she ever loved and credited him for helping her realize her country music star dreams. He bought her her first guitar and became her manager and would drive her to radio stations, to radio stations. Right. And you see that in Coal Miner's okay. Daughter. And she was a natural born musical genius. She could write a song in a matter of minutes because she just wrote about what she knew. So she grew up dirt poor. So she'd write about that. Her husband was a prolific cheater. So she wrote about that. She wrote songs like. Don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind, or you ain't woman enough to take my man. Um, and uh, I think you ain't woman enough to take my man was her first hit. It was the first hit written by a female country artist. And in 1967, she got her first number one with Don't Come Home a Drinking with Loving on My Mind. She wrote Fist City, which is about a man who comes home and hits his wife. And that was her second hit and her autobiography which she wrote in the 70s late 70s was called coal miner's daughter it came out in 76 in 1980 it was turned into a movie it was nominated for seven oscars 
Sissy Spacek, who didn't want to play the part, wins the Best Actress. Wow. Harrison Ford turns down the Tommy Lee Jones part. And, you know, and Loretta Lynn is the band um, song queen in the 60s and 70s. Country music stations flat out refused to play, like this song, The Pill, which was an ode, a musical ode, to the birth control bill being available. Here it is. Okay, so this song was banned um, on country music, and Loretta told her later that medical professionals praised her and the song for accepting, for the acceptance of using birth control pill in rural areas. Right. And I mean, imagine having a baby every 12 yeah, months. Yeah, oh. and women didn't know that they could get it. And right. so, you know, even though the song was banned, people were what hearing year about did it. did that come out? Uh, that song came That's, out in the late 60s. Yeah, okay. And the pill, you know, was invented in 62. And then during the 70s, she joined Musical Forces with Conway Twitty. And they made many songs together. And in 1977, she recorded a tribute album to Patsy Cline, who was her friend, played by Beverly D'Angelo in the movie. and Which came out in 1980. That you have such... I, yeah, I, and, you, and it, well, I love this movie. I've seen it so many times, but she recorded I Remember Patsy, and Patsy used to, uh, because she was already a star, and she took um, Loretta Underway, would give her clothes to wear on these mm-hmm. um, the circuit. And then she did... Uh, a, a thing with Dolly Parton and Tammy Wynette in the 90s. It was called Honky Tonk Angels. And then she did an album with uh, J- uh, Jack White yes, yes. called uh, Van Leer Rose. Right. And just last year, she released an album. And she's got lots of awards and lots of things. And she went on Johnny Carson and said Sissy Spacek was playing her in the movie. And Sissy wasn't sure if she was. And uh, she had to after that. She kinda. sang all the songs in the movie. You Sissy know that Spacek. Sissy Spacek. It's not Loretta Lynn and Cole Miner's daughter. It's just oh this amazing. Woman. 2010, she received a Grammy for the Lifetime Achievement yes. Award, and then, like you said, 2005, she got a Grammy. We're working with Jack Black, she, she's, Jack White. She's absolute legend. Amazing, amazing. Please watch Cole Miner's daughter. I'm going to look where you can stream that because it is that good. Um, we are um, delighted. We've got another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And remember, our book club sponsor is the book club restaurant. And when you go into the restaurant and mention Lori and Julia, Loj Book Club, My Talk, mm-hmm. um, you get a free appetizer or dessert with your order. I know, so, that's so nice. That's it's so nice. So nice. It is so that. nice. And, and our it's a author, great restaurant. Our <laughs> author today is Kristen Roman. Recamp. Recamp. Okay, and your book is called Finding Us, A Mother's Memoir of Braving Mental Illness with Her Young Daughter. Wow, you don't find a lot of people writing a topic about this book. <laughs> no, we don't. And we are, by the way, delighted to be here. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, it's but so nice it, we to made have a, both of you. Yeah, we're excited. We, you know, we made a choice a few months ago to tell our story. And, and why did you do that? Because there was a time that we were told we shouldn't tell our story. Be- and because there was a time there's in the, such a stigma there's a stigma and there was a time in the journey actually that we were going to be on a program hey it's mike and i'm so excited to tell you about factors delicious ready to eat meals we're all busy and with factor eating fresh never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are you'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm here at Hubbard, and we were told that we couldn't show our daughter, say her name, that she might be embarrassed or ashamed in the future. And it was at that moment that I decided that we are going to change that stigma. People don't feel shame unless we place it upon them. Yes. And we were going to instead empower our daughter and this empower is awesome. our story. Can yeah, because it's kind of like I think about um, our, you know, the boy from, um, you know, the Clouds Kid. Uh, I'm trying to think of what his name is, you know, that we raised and money for. It's, I know it. Um, but, you know, he had like some kind of uh, leg cancer that is very uh, oriented towards just young men. And, you know, they raised all this awareness about his story. Zach Sobiak. Zach you. Sobiak, you know, so because we treat cancer like a, not a physical illness that you can see in such a different way. Then we treat anything if something is going on with your brain. So, So Kristen, you're here today, and you wrote a book about your story, and Anna's here as well today. (laughs) So, can you tell us the story? Yeah, my beautiful daughter, Anna, is sitting next to me. She is. She's delightful. She's She's on the cover. She's she's on the cover of the book, Finding Us. Uh, Finding Us, yes. So, uh, two years ago, at a well-child check, her 11-year-old well-child check, she had a panic attack out of the blue. No in precursor mental health issues or concerns. Had a panic attack, nervous about getting some vaccines, which she always has, but for whatever reason, nervous. Had a panic attack, and within two weeks, she was completely debilitated. Her sensory system kind of went offline, bonkers of sorts, right? She couldn't, she had trouble thinking she could breathe. Um, oh my gosh. Panic attacks, high anxiety attacks, tingling. Feelings of life not feeling real. Long story short, in two weeks, she was to the point of, I can't live like this. At that point, we ran her to the hospital, to the ER. She spent seven days in the ER waiting for a mental health bed um, and then spent two weeks at a mental health hospital in Brooklyn Park. Um, But an eye-opener for our family in that it happened to us as fast as a car accident might happen Mm -hmm. and has changed our life and perspective significantly. And so Anna was in sixth grade at the time. Anna was in sixth grade at the time. And unfortunately, Anna is not not unique. It's happening to a lot of kiddos right now in middle school. We have our mental health uh, nurses. People are on strike because we need to have more, you know, money and more care. It's very under-resourced. It is. It's very under, it's it's under-resourced. It's not well understood mm-hmm. you mentioned it earlier that honestly sometimes if my daughter had cancer or had a broken leg yeah. that would be easier for people to understand and support but because they don't understand mental health and mental illness because they cannot see it mm-hmm. um there's just a different stigma or assumption or perception with that 
Right. And so. and so you guys, because um, Anna's here, like, I want to talk. Yeah. I want to talk. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, and like you said, you know, it isn't cancer and it's mental illness and with that, the stigma supposedly. But I love that you guys are out there talking about what happens to the family in addition to Anna. But how, I've never do, see, I've not seen this. No. So mm. congratulations yeah. to you guys. Thank you for coming in and sharing your story. Yeah, because thank you. That's really, really something because it changed your lives, all of your lives dramatically. And this happened in, um, what, October of 2020? And then um, kind of you guys were working to figure things out for a good year and a half or something. And things are going better now, I'm assuming. But but I was reading some of the excerpts about how Annie even shared her story about what was the hardest part for her changing from normal. Mm-hmm. Well, let's ask Anna normal. since she's here. Mm-hmm. I know. Do you want to answer well, that, Anna? Do you feel like it? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Is your mic on, Grant? Yeah, it is. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So, so why did you decide that you wanted to share this? Because we don't see, you know, we don't hear this story. We don't hear from people that it's happened to. What was important to you about sharing your story? Um. Well, over the couple of... Um, months and years I've been dealing with this, I've realized how normal this is, and over the years how normal it's been getting, um, especially with kids my age, and it's hard for me to see people who are, like, like very, like, I don't want to talk about it, it's embarrassing, because it's not, mm-hmm. because people would be treating them the same way if they like had a cold or something yet we get they get treated differently right and it feels very unfair to me because i think we should have that much support i agree that that is so so well spoken no but i mean it is like if you if you suffered from 102 degree temperature every single day for two weeks and you couldn't sleep and you had whirling thoughts i mean and then you broke out in hives people would be like oh my god we gotta take you you'd be seen immediately but this other thing it's like oh you know it i i yeah i i, I hope you grow up to be president <laughs> i mean isn't you you're so yeah. well-spoken anna and lovely no, Do you have one more that, thing to say? Well, I she wants, wants to say one more okay, thing. Okay, do it. Because <laughs> I was it, intrigued. Anna. I was intrigued when you said that this is so much more common than adults realize. Because we have not grown up in the time period that you're growing up Correct. In. That is your own experience. Well, and another thing to add is that it's either, it's hard because people either see it as you're just having, it's, you're just having, like, you'll be fine in a couple of days. Or it's, you're crazy. Yes. And it's like, like if when I tell people like I went to a mental hospital, they're like, "Oh, you're crazy," and I'm like, "No, no." I'm like, honestly, that exact you would have never guessed, never mm-hmm. guessed if you just met me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, do you want people to quit saying you're crazy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think everyone wants to because mm-hmm. it's like this dumb stigma yeah. that people have. I like it. No, you're absolutely right. I'm so glad that you came with your mom today, and I'm glad you two are on the cover. And, I mean, for you, um, Kristen, I mean, did you and your husband talk about, and Anne, did you guys talk about, okay, I'm going to write this book, or what was, because that really is laying it all out there, too, in another way. So, honestly, I, I the book is a compilation of blogs or journal entries mm-hmm. over the course of a year. So, I had no intention of writing a, a, a book. And, honestly, I'm an interior designer, because in college, I didn't want to write papers. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
author was never on the bucket list. I'm grateful. Um, but I wrote mostly to process what was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. It's very honest. It's very real. But it's also very hopeful and brave and empowering. And there's so many beautiful things learned during this journey. Um, so I think I was writing for me first. What would you say to someone out there who they are feeling like this all sounds familiar, but I haven't. Where is the where do you start with with? If you're worried about somebody, you know, that there's anxiety yes. or depression, or you're not sure what's going on. What did you find out? You know, we started with the hospital and okay. I would not recommend that. Right. Honestly, um, I would call a mental health provider that's closest to you. Some, some are, you know, Canvas Health, Prairie mm-hmm. Care, Nystrom. Um, honestly, Washington County for us has been fabulous. They have case managers there that help you field a variety of different solutions and options. Um, honestly, and I'm not here to promote a book truly, right. but there isn't a lot out there. And another mm-hmm. reason I wrote the book for what is it like to live with this yeah, as an right. individual and as a parent. And I would advocate or suggest that maybe people take a look at the blogs on our website mm-hmm. or maybe consider our book. And again, not here to promote the book, but simply to help people not feel so alone. Because yeah. you and went through it and we you're went like, through what are it, my and resources? it is terrifying and it is lonely. And, um, again, if, I think those with mental illness or anyone braving an illness are some of the most courageous people I know. My daughter is human first. She's a 13-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. She wants to go to school. She wants to be in theater. She wants to go to the homecoming dance this Friday. She's a dancer. She's a dancer. (laughs) And at the same time, every single moment of every single day, she braves a pretty significant panic disorder and acute anxiety. Mm -hmm. The fact that our daughter is sitting here right now on this TV or on this radio show is amazing. Yeah. And a huge accomplishment for us. We're here. She's here also managing anxiety and panic. And I just I just think we need to get rid of the assumptions and the perceptions and meet these individuals where they are first as people Mm -hmm. that might have an illness, just like they might have cancer or they might have a broken leg or they might have cold. Mm-hmm. But a mental illness does do not does not define my daughter. Yeah, it does not find define others. It does not define our family. And so I was just I was just giving a little presentation over lunch. And if I could say anything, is just meet everyone with an open heart, and understanding that they are human and they are people first. Yeah. And oh, are, Kristen, they are some of the bravest people. I've watched my daughter be completely debilitated with panic, and it is the most awful, heart wrenching thing to watch. And yet she is sitting here on the cover of a book telling her story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even our pictures on the cover of the book, that was a pretty significant decision for our family. Yes. One doesn't do that. But we were told that if you are going to be brave and strong with this story, then you need to promote it. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to stand tall. You yeah. need to put your pictures on the book and and model what it is you're suggesting. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And it's still hard for me to think that our pictures are on this book. But... I, I guess everyone needs to be brave, strong, and courageous with this. This is not something to be ashamed of, not something to hide from. Mm-hmm. If you are a parent with a child, find them help. Find yourself help. Mm-hmm. Be proud of that. Yeah. Right? Oh, this and is such a... Because I think of how many so parents, you know, might even just put their head in the sand and, you're gonna, you know, and dismiss fine, their own child to some degree or... You'd say another parent, you deal with this, or you know, they must be going through puberty. We say all these things, you know, mm-hmm. and so then I feel for the kids who, you know, don't maybe have mm-hmm. a parent that is able to 
be there like you can, were. Can you, um, Kristen, can you share with us, because you have a website mm-hmm. that people can go mm-hmm. to. Um, the book is coming out the 15th of October. People can order it on there. Um, we do have two copies for people who need this. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. give Grant a call. 651-641-1071. But you also have you know, a shop that you have given back 20% yes. to different organizations that focus in the mental illness, yes. so, you know, help people. Yeah, so when, when Anna was at the hardest point, I had to um, give up my corporate career and we started La Via Belle. La Via Belle is French for life is beautiful and it's about choosing your own path to happiness and inspiring others. My background is interior design and retail. I, we can tell oh, by well, looking I don't know about you that. fabulous. But when my heart needed something and my, my mind needed a distraction, we started the store. The store is moving into a brick and mortar in Lake Elmo nice. this Saturday. Nice. And we give 20% of our net profits to children's mental health nonprofits. We'll have Grant put a so, link yes. up, but it's called La Via La Bell. Bell. La Via Bell. <laughs> and it's uh, L-A-V-I-E-E-S-T-B-E-L-L-E, which is why we're going to put a link up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, you've learned something I've learned, with yeah. your French name. But really, finding us uh, a mother's memoir of braving mental illness with her young daughter we're so grateful that you thank guys you are for having us oh we're so grateful you, you came in and anna so nice to meet you thank you <laughs> yeah. thank you for letting us share a story yeah and um we yeah appreciated grant's probably already given away the book yeah we've got two winners right now set yeah. up and we've got i'm working on getting that link put in there okay, so wonderful. people can go there shortly here okay. it'll be up in the next All right, five minutes thanks right. you thank guys you. for sharing your story you. and just delighted to meet you thank all right you we're both. gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back Oh, that was so amazing to talk to Kristen and Anna. I agree. About anxiety. I just like, wow. The book is really... I think about my my sister's one son who probably probably was having anxiety at about that age and nothing was ever really said or nothing was done with it. And when he was 20, he took his own life. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's what and it was and it wasn't neglect on anyone's part. He wasn't real vocal about it. And, you know, it's very hidden. It it would be so much easier if it were a physical condition as far as like getting help for that. I've said that about domestic violence, too, about um, verbal and emotional abuse is not as clear as physical abuse. Right. And so people will stay because it's this, you know, other kind of a thing. So for whatever reason, we need to, people need to see with their eyes before they believe stuff. So being like so out loud with that, and we're going to really help so many people. We really got to stop saying you're crazy. Yeah. I'm yep. just saying. Yep. We heard it from Anna. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Grant he, and Anna got three rounds of applause. I, I don't think he's ever, maybe four rounds of applause. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's our uh, Low J Book Club. And um, the book is out, I think, next Tuesday is its yes. book birthday. But we posted the link too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And I kind of want to check out her store. All right. Like, let's just go back to Loretta Lynn for a second. Yes. Um, because we. Um, you just did not, that is not, not enough time to talk about our living legend, Loretta Lynn. And she was a Twitter person and now someone else probably did it for her, Sure, but like, like last week while we were making our delusional movie, yes, she did a, um, a thing about Dolly Parton had a ABC variety show 
um, that was short-lived. It just was one season in the late 80s, but Loretta Lynn was a guest. Yes. And Loretta tweeted this. It's been fun watching this throwback, making the rounds right now. Dolly Parton and I always have a great time together. And it was the link of them doing a medley. And it was making the rounds um, on Twitter or TikTok or something like that. So she... She did that, and then and then um, uh, a couple days late, three days later, time flies when you're having fun. Sixty years ago, a dream came true, and I became a member of the uh, uh, Grand Old Opry. It's still the most magical place in the world, and holds so many wonderful memories for me. So she was interacting with her fans and everything, and you know, she, she did a post two days ago, Laura. Yeah, on I know. Facebook, yeah, 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 and and she was on. Uh, she invited Entertainment Tonight to her ranch in Tennessee because there is a. You can go to a museum mm-hmm. at her place. Oh, so really? she's on okay. a, like a big ranch sure. situation, and there's like a replica of the cabin that's you see in Coal Miner's Daughter. Grant posted uh, her life in pictures, but. So I just want to go back to the movie Coal Miner's Daughter because, again, it's written by Loretta Lynn in 1976. And she's solidly been, she is the... Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Queen of country music. She's like 50 years old. Not even. She's like 46 when she writes this book. 50 when the movie comes out. And a uh, living legend, and she um, personally she... chose Sissy Spacek to portray okay. her. And she made the decision based on a picture she saw of Sissy, who she'd been in, like, Carrie. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, you know, she wasn't a well-known. No. She was a young actress. Okay. And um, Sissy Spacek, in a, in a collector's edition of the film, she was talked about how she did not want to play Loretta Lynn and because she was asked to do her own singing. And, how scary would that be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and she said at the time Loretta Lynn was on the Tonight Show. She was a regular on Merv Griffin, Tonight Show, all these, you know, shows. Yes. Uh what's her Dinosaur. name? Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. You know, she Loretta was really around. Mm-hmm. Um um, and so she said, Sissy Spacek is going to play me. And and Sissy was very torn. She had friends saying, you can't sing that. You know, you, are you going to be able to learn how to sing like that? And, and other friends saying, yeah, you got to do this. And she talked it over with her mother-in-law. And Sissy did. She got married young. She's been married to her husband forever. And her mother-in-law said, pray for a sign. 
This is Sissy Space recounting this in the DVD of Coal Miner's Daughter. She and her husband went for a drive in his mother's car. The radio was turned to a classical music station that changed formats at sunset every evening. As they pulled out of the parking garage, guess what song came on? Coal Miner's Daughter. Okay, that just gave me goosebumps. Okay, that oh was gosh. Sissy Spacek's yes. sign. And uh, in Sissy's memoir, My Extraordinary Ordinary Life, she said she became fast friends with Loretta Lynn when she accepted the role and worked to emulate her unique accent mm-hmm. and her speech patterns. By They spent afternoons together, and Sissy tape recorded her. I love play. that. Okay. I love that. While Rewind. Loretta Stop. Lynn told her stories of her life, some of which made it into the script, and then she listened to the tapes and repeated the lines until she captured her own vision. And even though Sissy had started her young career as a singer, but then switched to acting, the producer... Oh, Lit- I didn't know that, Lori. Yeah, Loretta said, Sissy, you do the singing. You are me. You can do it. And she helped Sissy... Learn to play the guitar and sing in her style. And Sissy is singing everything in the movie and um, including Coal Miner's Daughter. And it was number one at the box office when it opened in the theaters. It, it, it grossed $67 million for a movie that cost like $8 million. Wow. And... Um, on Merv Griffin, Loretta Lynn said Harrison Ford was originally cast as Tommy Lee Jones, Doolittle, but he didn't right. want it. Did she stay married to Doolittle to Until the end? he died. They were married, yeah, all those years. And she said she loved him, even though it was a very hard. All the songs that she wrote were about him. And his, right. You know, Don't Come Home Drinking and With Love It's and kind of amazing that he's her manager and she's writing all these songs about him. And he's driving her to station. But stations. she was in, she, she was, he was the only man that she mm. ever loved. And those those are for those are her words, and she said, and "We have one of the hardest love stories you'll ever hear of." And wow. uh, yeah, she's just really something. And she was on Watch What Happens Live with Isaac Mizrahi in a ball gown just six years ago, at the age of eighty-four. Looking great. And Andy Cohen was in awe, and rightfully, Isaac Mizrahi hardly said a word because Loretta. Had some tea on people. We might get to some of that later. But oh, I hope so. I, she's just legend. I, I'm really sorry I never got to see her in concert. No she kidding. was famous for canceling, too, later in her career. Anyway, the pictures are great. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.